Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, rocking and rolling. It's Thursday. Uh, Chris and I are headed to Paris, Tennessee, of all places. Actually, in between Paris and Hollow Rock, Tennessee. We are um, headed down to volunteer with Peterson Outdoor Ministries at our annual Whistling Wings Farm Duck Hunt. Uh, it's a veteran event that Luke Hochaver hosts at his lodge there. Uh, if you guys remember, Luke is the um, 2015 World Series uh, winning pitcher of Game 5 in the World Series where KC won the, the series title. Luke's a great guy, has been a, a huge blessing to the Peter Snyder Ministries as well as just become a really great friend who loves to be partnered in ministry with what we're doing uh, and is, um, man, just offers an incredible spread when we get there. A great event. We're looking forward to this. This is one of my favorite events that I get to travel to with Petersons. And so looking forward to that. We're on the road today. Uh, I want to share this message with you. This message comes from my, my, my buddy down in Texas, the, uh, the Rutherford Cattle Company, Bubba Rutherford. Uh, he writes a lot of things. I get to share a lot of these. He lets me share them with his blessing. So I want to share with you one that I titled, All Falls Short. Now, again, as he writes these messages, he states this. I've not been doing a lot of life lessons lately because I'm videoing most of my short lessons on TikTok, other social media that reaches further out. So you can find him on those. It's Rutherford Cattle Company. Check that out. This life lesson hits close to home, though. He said, I will not debate God's word. I will not argue God's word. That being said, I've had people come and ask me, how do you know if God chose you to go to heaven or not? Now listen, God has chosen all of us to go to heaven. That said, uh, the sad part is a lot of times we don't accept the invitation. But in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5, it says, The Lord does not delay in, in his, and is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient with you, not wishing anyone to perish, but that all come to repentance. So the, the God wants all of us with him. He, he doesn't want even one to perish or fall away. Second Peter 3, 5, you can see that. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, Bubba writes this, every year, Kim and I get invited to several large banquets. They are big, super nice. Most of the time we might buy a ticket or donate money, but we never attend these types of functions unless we really want to. They'll send me literature, pamphlets, even people will stop by and try to get me to show up. Those people did their part. They let me know we were welcome to come, but I make the final decision if I want to attend or not. That is the way that is the kingdom of God. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. God can only look at us through the blood of Jesus. None of us any better than the other. And we all are invited to attend and take part in the kingdom of God. Now, listen, guys, and he writes this. I'm sorry, folks, but God has chosen us all to accept Christ. It's, it's up to each individual to accept the invitation and say, yes, Lord. Your works, donating money, good deeds, just being a good old boy will not work. Now, here's one. Here's a good one. Uh, talking to men sometimes, one of them will say, well, me and the man upstairs have got it all worked out. You ever heard that phrase? You ever said that phrase? Um, <laughs> that doesn't work. If you and the man upstairs, uh, he's not in your heart. If you've not surrendered to him, if you've not repented of your sin, you've missed the boat. 
uh, and listen, there's nothing uh, that we would want to do short of seeing all in the kingdom of heaven. And there's nothing that you've done that you can't be forgiven of. I get to see a lot of that in some of the, the ministry that I get to do. I've been in and out of detention center settings, and I've worked with people who have really struggled in life, been on the dark side. And and even the worst of the worst that I've ever met, I've yet to meet anyone that God says, I can't forgive that guy because he's just too dark. That's not how that works. See, the blood of Jesus washes us clean. When, when we accept that invitation that Bob is talking about, when we accept him into our heart, when, when we say, God, forgive me because I am a sinner. I'm just a lowly sinner. I've done dumb things. I've done bad things. I've, I've done things that I shouldn't have done. I've done things I know that have begun against your word and, and have broken your heart. Forgive me, Lord. It's that simple. When we speak these words and we mean it from our heart, the blood of Jesus is poured over us, and God no longer sees us as a sinful, dark person. He sees us as one of his creations covered in the blood of his son, Jesus. Bob is right, folks. We oftentimes allow ourselves to be led astray with an easy notion, but that is simply not good enough. It, it requires complete surrender of our heart coming clean before God and asking for his forgiveness and his Holy Spirit to fill us completely. You know, all of these good things, all of these good deeds, all of this good work, we can be great people. We can pay our tithes. We can go to church every Sunday. We can be nice to the neighbors. We can do all of the things that the Bible talks about. And when we should, we should be doing all of these things. But if we've never surrendered our life to Jesus Christ, if we've never accepted him as Lord and Savior of our life, if we've never asked him to forgive our sins and to come and live within our hearts, we will fall short and we will miss that boat. Again, Second Peter 3, 5, the Lord does not delay and is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but he is patient with us, not wishing that any of us would perish, but for all to come to a place of repentance. We need to understand what that really means. Every one of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. We are living in a fallen world. We are a fallen people. We must repent of our sin. We, we can't make it any other way. Actually, John 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. That simply means that, that he's our only hope. Without a relationship on a personal level with Jesus Christ, we can't get to eternity in heaven. Our eternity will be damnation. God doesn't wish to send anyone to hell. He doesn't send anyone to hell. That choice becomes ours. We make that decision. God doesn't. God's heart is broken. It reminds me of the story of the rich young ruler when he when he came before Jesus and, and he said, Teacher, what must I do to be saved? And so Jesus rattled off some of the law, you know, some of the top ten, the, the Ten Commandments. You know, don't commit murder, don't covet, you know. And, and this rich young man, he was wise, and he'd been raised under the law. And he said, well, Lord, I've been doing all that since the day I was born. What else is there? And this is where Jesus gets really thick. He said, knowing that he was a man of, of, of well-being, okay, he said, go and sell everything that you have 
Now, he didn't tell him bring the money to the church. He didn't tell him to tithe it. He didn't tell him to make an offering. He said, go sell everything that you have and then give the money away to the poor and come and follow me. And the man went away sad is what the Bible says. Now, I believe in the MO version, which is my own version of the Bible. It says that I believe that Jesus walked away sad as well because the man was of great wealth. He was unwilling to give up his possessions. He was unwilling to give up who he was. He was unwilling to, to, to turn loose of his worldly value to follow Jesus Christ. And Jesus turned and walked away sad. Don't, don't, like, don't let that be you. It doesn't matter what your value is. It doesn't matter your possessions. Some have much, some have little. But we're all equal in the eyes of God. And there's only one way to reach that eternal destination, and it's through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Sell everything you got. Sell everything you got and, and, give, and give the money away. Don't, don't, it's not about bringing money to the church. Although our churches need that, but ministries need that. Uh, you hear me talk about needing that, but that's not the point. God will take care of ministry. His, his, his concern is for your soul. Give everything away. And come and follow him. Be, become a follower of Jesus Christ today. That he might use you in such a way that he touches someone else's life along life's path. That's our heart. That's our cry. That's our destination. And we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel and to make followers of all people groups. You hear me say this a lot. Our role is to go share Jesus with someone else. Lead someone to Jesus. That's, that's your calling. That's your place. No matter what else you do in life, that's still your place. Surrender to him today. Serve him from this point forward. Don't look back. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for your support of this ministry. Thank you for praying with Ron and I, walking with us as we travel on this path. Uh, God is blessing this ministry. God is blessing his people. He's moving among nations right now. You don't want to miss what's coming. I do believe we are in these end times, the times that the Bible was is spoken of. All this prophetic thing is coming to pass. We're what an exciting time to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Don't miss this. Get on board. Get on this boat. Just surrender your heart to Him today. And walk with us on the rest of this journey. Amen. Rhonda and I love you. We're praying for you. Pray that God blesses you beyond measure this season. As this year comes to a close, let it be the best year ever by surrender in your heart. Amen. We love you. We're praying for you. We'll talk to you again real soon.